Vintage Burn, a podcast dedicated to horror movies, heavy metal, and madness of the mind. Today we're going to discuss Halloween 1 and 2 versus Halloween 3 with anticipation surrounding the new Halloween 2018 movie. We thought it would be best to start with these three films. Doug is saying that Halloween 3 is actually better than Halloween 1 and 2, so we're going to get to hear his argument uh, on this topic, and Marco definitely thinks that Halloween 1 and 2 would be better. I'm in the middle. I love Halloween 1 and 2 separately uh, as, as a sequel series, and I definitely love Halloween 3, so I'm curious to see uh, what both of these guys have to say about it. We're, uh, we're watching Halloween 2 here in the background, so if we actually pause or fuck up, it's because <laughs> we're not paying attention. We're actually watching the movie. Uh, and, uh, oh, I didn't even tell you guys, I've got, check out the uh, Halloween uh, 2018 shirt I just got from Fright Rags, just came in, pre-order. What the fuck was the wardrobe change? Yeah, this, I, yeah in the middle of, uh, I, I had to change my shirt after, but I love this shirt, it's awesome. He's, he just looks so badass with the, the uh, masks, like, all aged and distressed and stuff, and Jane, I mean, it's crazy Maybe seeing her look like, old. Yeah, she looks, yeah, yeah, she looks great, but it, it's so crazy seeing her old, and I love it. It's got the leaves and everything, um, and it says at the bottom... Uh, if you don't f- uh, if you don't believe in the boogeyman, you should. It's awesome. Love this shirt. One of those vintage seventy tees. Um, yeah. So why don't we? Uh, you guys just want to get into the discussion of the movies? Yeah, I'm. I'm just Let's pretty interested in how you can think part three is better than. And never mind two, <laughs> but part one. You know, like just like compare three to one. It's insane to me. And I'd like to hear your take. What's up with that? All right. And honestly, I don't even think with these three movies, do we really need to go back and give a synopsis of these three? These you should you should know these movies. I yeah, mean, I'm yeah. assuming if you're going to listen to this podcast for for this specific episode, you probably know Halloween one, two, um, maybe not three. So I don't know. Maybe with three, you should do a synopsis just because people probably don't know the movie so well. Yeah, because I know I know years back, like I remember when I was a kid. And uh, I heard that, oh, Michael Myers, isn't it? And I would skip completely. I didn't see it until I was, like, in my early teens mm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the, the whole premise is, so people thought, like, okay, so we had Halloween 1, Halloween 2. Uh, John Carpenter was signed on for Halloween 3, but he said, I'm not going to do another uh, Michael Myers movie. I want to do something different. Because he killed them off already. Yeah, yeah he killed them yeah. off in, in 2. So there's no reason to bring him uh, back for three. He he was already Carpenter was exhausted with uh, the Michael Myers story. He had nothing more to write, and uh, he basically wanted to turn Halloween into an anthology series. The Akkads who financed it were cool with it, 
uh, until they actually had the movie basically done up, and they're like, well, there's no, there's no Michael in it, but I guess we'll see how it goes. The, the premise is, it's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Basically, it's this crazy-ass Irish uh, toy maker in the middle of nowhere, California, uh, who has taken a piece of Stonehenge and taken it back to his toy factory where he's going to chip away at it and put little pieces of this um, a piece of Stonehenge into each chip that goes on the back of the mask. Basically, it's the uh, silver shamrock tags on the back of each mask, and he'll be able to control all of the uh, television's frequencies and somehow those masks will be triggered by this uh, TV ad that he plays, which is like the, one of the most famous horror songs. But one of the most annoying songs ever. I, fucking, I love that. I, yeah, but I love... It's been stuck in my head for five days. So I just won't happy, get out. Happy, happy, happy. That's why I should have listened to the Halloween friggin' version right before. Was it uh, Ride the Sky? Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I love it. I, I, I love it. I, I can see how you can say it's annoying because it just oh, like terrible. continues. It keeps going. I'm with the, the, the main character in it. He keeps shutting it off. I'm with that guy. He's <laughs> turning it off. Shut that shit off. Everywhere I don't he hear goes. It. But, but uh, to, so, so basically they use those frequencies um, to connect to the masks, and then it causes some type of um, spell, uh, because technically I guess this, this guy who owns the factory is part of a witch cult. Um, or, Cochrane. Or is, yeah, Cochrane. Connell O'Cochrane. Even though he's British, but it's <sighs> And is he or is he really Irish? I don't think he didn't sign Irish. sound Irish know. to me. In my rewatching was... of it the other day, he sounded British to me. The other guy sounded Irish. I thought he was a real Irish actor. Oh, he might be. I don't know. Maybe he's just from a part of Ireland that they don't have that thick accent. I don't know. So, yeah, we um, we find out that okay, so he can control the masks, and basically it puts a spell on the masks and causes the kids, uh, the children's. Uh, heads basically to turn into mush and there's all sorts of snakes and insects that come out of the mass it's pretty grotesque which is awesome yeah. I, and that, that's what I love about the movie for sure um, and so and so there's some random doctor uh, Tom Atkins who I love who's pretty much in like all the carpenter stuff who is set out to be the hero of this of the movie to find out what's going on at the silver shamrock factory and to stop um, Connell Cochran or the season of the witch to um, stop him from um, basically just killing all of the kids around the world wearing his masks on Halloween when he plays this commercial. Just kind of like a quick synopsis without having to like wiki it. <laughs> or... Alright, so should we just get yeah, should we yeah. Just get right down to it? Absolutely. So I, do you want me to start or do you want to go? I mean, I, I think... Uh, 99% of people would disagree with your take, <laughs> personally. Okay. And so I think it'd be sure more interesting to hear yours yeah. first, because all right, all right, fine. I think you have the unusual take, <clears throat> personally. All right, so um, to quote the great Shakespeare, you know, how does one compare a uh, sunset to a rainbow? You know what I mean? They're, I like I like one and two, and I, like, and I like three, you know, but it's like, my beef, I have a few beefs with the first two. Um, oh, and, and, and it's, it's kind of nitpicky, but there's some shit like there's some continu continuity errors between like one and two, like when you watch the very end of one and then you watch the very beginning of two, like right after each other. There's like different sides of the house he falls off of. There's like different grass, different porch. It's like they could have been a little more consistent. That's one thing that kind of drove me sure, crazy. Sure, that's fine. Um, 
there's just little stuff like that. But then, oh, and then in, see, I like Halloween three too because they actually pronounce Sawin correctly. Um, Loomis kind of butchers him and the cops butcher Sam Hain, mm-hmm. which for years I always thought it was Sam Hain. You know? That's actually that's a good point. Yeah, because yeah. it's you know. Um, well, it's like when people talk about. Danzig's band, right? They're always like, "Oh yeah, it's Sam Hain. It's not. It should be pronounced Salwin, right?" Yeah, Salwin. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was one thing that I kind of liked that they did. And um, but uh, so I guess my point is, uh, they're they're both good, but um, the way I look at um, Halloween three, it's just like say Whiplash, and I can actually make this comparison because it's a metal horror podcast. But, like, Whiplash. We love the first two with Tony on vocals. Then they got the third album with the new singer. It's still good. It's different, but it's not... not yeah, it's a different same. flavor. Yeah, it's a different flavor. So it's kind of it was just kind of refreshing after two kind of... I don't say stale. Like I, The first one's great. The second one was good. Got a little stale, just, you know. And I, and I agree with that assessment as far as the first one. The first one's classic. Yeah, it's, it's not it, just good. But that's it's what it is. It's beyond good. That is, I mean, that you know? is the, uh, you know, opus. I mean, that that is... Carpenter created for right. the most part. I mean, people will probably say, I would say he created the new excitement in the '70s for the slasher genre that became what it was in the '80s. Yes, I understand. Psycho probably really started the slasher genre, and maybe there's somebody out there um, in you know a film student who would know more than we know um, about what movie was actually like the first slasher flick. But I I think. If it wasn't for Carpenter, we would not have had the the amount of great '80s slasher films that we had. If it wasn't for Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I think Halloween actually more like obviously it's a slasher film, and it definitely like I think it was, you know, right at the 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 you know the beginning of uh, basically the genre or whatever. But I believe it's more of a thriller, and you know all the stalking and all that stuff he does, and obviously he kills people, but it's not. The bloodiest movie I've ever seen. It's not like you watch a Friday the Thirteenth and people are getting their you know, their heads hacked off and all that stuff. It gets more with time, but but the thing with uh, me on on Halloween one is I just think I don't know, man. Just the antagonist, Michael Myers, just the way he he just you know stalks and he does all that stuff. Yeah. You know, following the girls and, and whatever, just killing everything in his path is amazing to me. I, I just feel that season of Wish doesn't really have that. Yeah, I think the uh, the uh, the antagonist of season of the witch is kind of cheesy. He's not very memorable to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, I didn't that's think... right. The thing is, if I had to choose one, it's like if if you could only watch season season of the witch or the first two, you know, and you couldn't watch the other one, I would go with that just because to me that one's a little bit more memorable. I like the story more. It's like a little more. There's a little more substance to it. As far as season of the witch, season of the witch, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it just, and I know it's like you know, completely like once again we're comparing apples and oranges. No, of course, it's a totally different movie. It is, completely, yeah, it's a completely so, different. Movie. But but the thing is, a lot of people who've seen Halloween three are like, oh, Halloween three, it's nothing like Halloween at all, like the original movie, and that's not true. As far as as far as the film quality goes, they're like, oh, it's just not even as good. That's bullshit because. Carpenter, you can see, even though he stepped away a little bit, you can still see, I, I'm pretty sure he produced or directed still mm-hmm. for Halloween 3. The t- the lighting in Halloween 3 is is awesome. It's the same, pretty much the same lighting that we, they used in Halloween 1. All those great colors, you get very distinct colors like greens and or, or blue lighting. You can see that lighting in the background. And... The long, the uh, the elongated shots or whatever that you could see, it's shot in the same style. Those long, 
he likes doing those long shots or he he'll get close on one character but you can see everything else behind that character in the way that those um robots walked i honestly if you think about it they walked like michael myers from halloween one oh, yeah, slow yeah. Oh, I see the steady pace absolutely. they moved like michael and that was a the point there were similarities and i mean let's face it so okay so actually michael was they did a nod or a reference to the last i i'm gonna say the first two because he's he's obviously in both so they did a reference to the first two they played the immortal Halloween. They played it while um, uh, Tom Mackin's character was tied up. Doctor Love. Yeah. No, no. They they play the they play the commercial at the very beginning. Well, they play the commercial at the beginning. They play it when he's. I think isn't he walking? They play it when he's walking by like a. Um, doesn't that commercial come on too? It, the, the the commercial comes on when the kids. I think I thought the very beginning when like his kids. He goes to his kids and he gives them the mask. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying the Halloween commercial, they, the Halloween the, commercial. like the Halloween movie. But he, it also came on when he, when they had him, the TV in front of him, they had him tied up where he had the, uh, he had the skeleton mask on. Yeah, it was showing the actual part of the movie. Yeah, it was showing the part of the movie. On the TV. Yeah, 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 but you're right, you are right, and you're, I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's Doctor Love, though. By the way, Tom Atkins. Doctor Love. Yeah, I call him Doctor Love because I don't what? know his name of the character. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 overall, I like 3. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dogging 3 at all. I think it's a good movie. I just think just the, the legend of part 1. Yeah, and I'm not, mean, even, I'm not even bringing 2 into the equation. I know, I know it's like the movie follows right after 1, but I agree. There's a lot of holes in it, and it's not nearly as good. But part 1, just like I said, defined the genre. It is. It's, it, it was a genre-defining movie. Like, part 3, I don't think it was. Great storyline. I thought kind of wooden acting. I didn't like the acting too much in it. I didn't. I didn't. I thought, I thought like, it was pretty cheesy. I thought the, the mousy looking chick, the, the oh, one yeah. that you mentioned, I thought she, she was, was pretty she was, bad. She was Atkins was okay. Uh, Cochran was good. But the rest I love amazing. Atkins. I, I liked him in all yeah, Atkins colleges. was good. But you look at like Halloween 1, you have Donald Pleasance, you have Jamie Lee Curtis, you have all, all these people that are really ended up being great actors or were great actors. I mean, Donald Pleasance was obviously... More I, towards the tail end of his career, and yeah. obviously this. I mean, that guy started acting Lee. in the fifties. I think mm. he's been around since. Yeah, years. I mean, he's yeah. dead now, but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, but I, I don't know. I just, I think they're both good in their own way, but I just think the legend of Halloween one is what wins. I mean, it's just, it's just the what it created, and I don't get the snakes out of the mask either. I don't, I don't understand all that <laughs> stuff, but it is what it is. Yeah. I can understand like an acid melting the faces or something coming secreting, but what do you put the snakes in there? Yeah, well, no, I think the whole so when you I know th- it's witchery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's witchery. When you think of it, you think of for some reason when in voodoo and everything, you think of snakes are always part of it. They're always used. Uh, and the bugs and stuff. I didn't. I mean, that was a whole, like I couldn't figure out the bugs. I got the snakes, but I think it was a great concept because again, they could have used something else, but. Using ooze would have been like tacky. Using so I like that they use creatures, I, and I get it. It's part of the witchery. It's part of nature. It's the whole part of witchcraft in general is nature. So I get it. I I, I see. I I do. I'm with you, man. I I'm I love what they did. I personally, Halloween is just my favorite movie of all time. Anyway, so I'm biased about that. But I think on its own, in its own universe, judging it independently, man, that's so hard to fucking compare yeah. to anything because it is great it was such a great concept for a flick yeah Even I, and, you, and we're kind of, it was kind of a loaded question to begin with just because they're two completely different movies right you're not comparing one and two to 
you know, five and six of the and same. A lot of people can't get past the fact that they're like, well, how do they drag part of Stonehenge to this facility? Like, who gives a fuck? So don't, don't think into we it. We had a, quite a time getting it here. Yeah, and that's what he said. We had quite a time getting it here. Yeah, we had a, oh, we had a time getting it here. But, but I mean, it's okay, don't look you, you, into that. He, they got it there. Why do you need... We don't need to go that far into it. We can, but... Yeah, some people just get very nitpicky. Yeah, too much. But, but alright, so there's one other thing which I meant to bring up earlier. At the end of Halloween 2, which always kind of drove me crazy, when Hall... Pleasance gives her the gun. She's in the corner. She takes two shots at Michael. Somehow gets him perfectly in each eye. How is... Okay, you know, that, that, too, yeah. Like, too, there's shit like I, that, too. I, that's I, I get it, I get it. And then he sits there like... I love that. I love that scene. It could have been. Hair. It could have been like forty seconds shorter, like a little more intense. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did no, Donald I get really it. have to like go well, around and open everything? In the but room? the whole point like, of that was to heighten. It was the suspense. Yeah. See, I love that. With our, it basically looks like our logo, right? The CC monitor with the. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you know, again, watching Halloween too. Halloween in the too. I love that. Yeah, we get that. We should have had that shot of Michael in the background. You wouldn't even. We could have just like <laughs> cropped it in lightly. You wouldn't have noticed. Mm. But I, I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about one. I mean, it's just... I don't know, man. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, so I'm I with know. you. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, too. And that's why I I, per, I couldn't I couldn't take Doug aside fully and say that... It, and, and I get why Doug's saying it's better than the first two, because you... you Independently, if you just watched both of those movies, you're saying... And what we'll say, when I say both of those movies, I'm including Halloween 2 in this discussion. So when you take a look at the series for Halloween 1 and 2 versus uh, Halloween 3. I shouldn't even say Halloween 3. Halloween Season of the Witch. When you look at Season of the Witch, are you, independently you're saying you think that movie's better. I, you I take just, it away from it being called Halloween, being branded Halloween. Yeah. If you were to look at it as Carpenter originally said, it'll be an anthology, and then they tanked him on the anthology idea because people, the sales were not there, people wanted Michael back. And that's why we had a shit storm of bad movies. So you, you might want but to punch you, me in the face, but... But you're saying that as an anthology, you think it would be, like, the better movie out of the antho- out of an anthology yeah. series. Uh, well, that's just because I... Like I said, you're probably going to both want to punch me in the face. I'm not a humongous fan of slasher. That's all... But that, that's... I've always been more like a zombie dude, like, growing up, who's always, like, friggin', like, the old school zombie. I didn't know that. Got really? your girl, dude. Got your girl. I'm coming in I for thought you... Yeah, I thought you liked it. I didn't know that. I, I, I mean, I love Halloween. That's a classic. But, yeah. like... But I think the 90s ruined it for me with, like... Every movie came out was just like it was all about just like really loud music and people popping out, you know. It's like it became at the point where there's no, there was some gore, but it was more just fucking suspense, you know. Okay, and then that's why I say I like Halloween three because it has a little bit more. I just like the story. It kind of has like a. I know that there are some you like the plot you, holes, you like but. the story better, and I can understand that because Halloween it's it's uh, we see a kid who has. Killed his sister at the beginning. He obviously has some mental issues. Um, you hear nothing more about that. And then it's just a... And then it's deeper than that. But it's the uh, root of evil ch- chasing um, the innocent uh, virgin uh, teenage girl. And that's it. It's yeah, but good that's, against that's, evil. But it's that's the, the scary part of it. Yeah, it's, it's realistic. It could actually happen. It does, like every day. Right. You know, I can just watch the news. Why it, do I have to watch Michael And that's Myers? why I think the movie in general is just like, for its time, I just, yeah. again, it's just, oh, man. No, it, 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 just the thrill. I remember just watching Halloween right, 1 
like as a kid. I don't even I don't care about two, honestly. Like two is a good movie, don't get me wrong. Honestly, I'd probably be more apt to agree with you guys if Halloween two never existed. Right. I think it was right. just like a really long, drawn out friggin' And I agree a hundred percent with it. But I remember the movie that scared me the most as a kid was Halloween, and that's why it always stuck with me. Because mm. it really just scared me. And it's not even like like I said, it's not the bloodiest. I said this earlier. It's not the bloodiest, but the, the, the whole stalking factor, just the scariness, everything when he's behind the bush. And he disappears when Jamie Lee Curtis is looking directly at him and he just disappears. What, what's up with right. that, actually? What's up with that part? He just disappears. <laughs> he's by the clothes. He's She's, she no, doesn't stop looking at him and he just... Maybe he's just not of this world. But no, I, I just think there's a realism factor to it, too. And, and uh, you know, and maybe, like you said, you don't like thrillers or whatever, I mean, uh, slashers. Mm. Like, for me, I was never really into, like, witchery and stuff. That's not my thing. I, I See, that's... Care a, less. I, yeah, it's always kind of... less about it. I love that but shit. I yeah. do like the story in 3. Don't get me wrong. I thought the acting sucked. So if 3 was done better, if 3 was done with better actors... Yeah, put Donald Pleasance in it or something. Yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> I just noticed something. We're out of beer. So I think we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back once we fill our glasses. Beers and squats. Beers and squats. Oh, Marco, what, what makes Halloween 1 and 2 great? What makes it great? It's just the, the antagonist, man, Michael Myers. That's what makes it great. And then again, the 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 acting is fantastic. The storyline, I think, is great, especially in one. Now, not so much two. Two definitely has a lot of holes, like Doug was saying earlier. Um, you think there are a lot of holes? I think there's a few. Yeah, I think there's a few. Um, What's wrong with Halloween one? What do you think? Are there any? There's a few plot holes. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I don't think much. I don't think anything. I, I think it's the perfect. Like like Marco movie. said off the record. Halloween is perfect. There are no holes. All right. So they kind of fix the plot hole where they say, um, well, somebody must around here must have taught him about like him driving after you know being locked up for so long. But he had to drive like an hour and a half. Oh, how the it's fuck? Always comes back to him. How the fuck do you drive an hour and a half being locked up? Would you just sit there and study maps for people like always, it's so years? People always say that when they're like, Halloween, so how do you learn how to drive? I'm like maybe they maybe they teach drivers ed in mental institutions. Maybe they do. I don't know. I I, I could get lo- lost crossing the street. I don't know how he could friggin' be in in a mental institution. Fucking millennial. Years. Of course maybe, you could get lost crossing the street. Maybe he has a photographic memory. He remembered the way back home. Driving. Maybe he just watched people, assessed people. He seems like he's a pretty smart guy. He's just a psychopath. I don't know. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like sounds bullshit like to you. Gypsy magic to me. You gypsy magic. Yeah. Sounds like orc mischief to me. Orc mischief. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, for, for Halloween 2, I, I personally, looking beyond the fact that he could drive and he was spent most of his life, um, adult life in a, or adolescence life in, in general, yeah. adolescence in a mental institution at Smith Grove, I, Halloween 2, yeah, I mean, it's somewhat flawed, but I mean, I, I think Carpenter did a great job considering he didn't even want to do it. And he was like, all right, yeah, cool, I'll do a second movie. But him and Deborah Hill did a great job at continuing. I think as far as continuity goes, picking up, not only that, but starting the movie off in part one and then continuing it into Halloween 2. That's why you and I, Marco, have always said, so my favorite series like as far as a back-to-back sequel movie because it, it the continuity it picks up perfectly it does yeah well not perfectly but, but in the, 1980 the yeah. in the early 80s <laughs> i mean as far as storyline goes but what is it so what are you saying though that what for you doesn't make it perfect like it just perfect... I, I, 
like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to be nitpicky. I'm just kind of more busting balls than anything. You but, fucking asshole. But yeah, when you, you watch the the very last scene in the first one and the very first scene in the second one, the house, I swear to God, the fucking house is different. The grass is different. The window is different. The porch is different. It's like, <laughs> it's not even, that's the only thing that gets me. But it house. does. I like how it kind of like picks up. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's wrong. It's the same house. Uh, I'm not sure, but it could be a different side of the house. It's a maybe. different side. I think in the no. original, it's the You know, back. honestly, I don't know. I never noticed it personally, but I've also seen Halloween 1 about but 50 more times than Halloween 2. Yeah. To be honest. So, I mean, I've seen Halloween 2 probably 10 or 15 times in my life. Don't get me wrong. Halloween 3, I've only seen it twice. I'll admit it. I've only seen it twice. When I was a kid, I hated it. Liked it better as an adult, though, the other day. It was my first time watching it in like 20-something years. Which one? Halloween 3. Oh, Halloween 3. Yeah. But I know it, we're no, off. No, you're right. As a, I, as an adult, I finally started watching Halloween three. As an adult, I loved it. Yeah, I never I, actually I always... gave it the time or attention. I, but I'll say this: when we used to work at Backstage Video mm. as kids, back when you could work as a kid like illegally and get paid to for movies, it was free movie pay, rentals. Pay, pay right? us in movies. Fuck pay yeah. us in movies. But I remember that, that's. I think that's why I've always gone towards horrors because it was always there. It was something that as a kid we shouldn't have. I remember like um, Larry being like. Well, when you put those back, just be careful. I don't know if you should be looking at these movie covers, you know, and like just looking at like uh, Return of the Living Dead, dude, and all those movies. And I would see Halloween three, and I love that cover of the kids, mm-hmm. you know, with the witch mask fading. It's into definitely the an kids. iconic cover. It is for sure. Well, Larry eventually got to the point where he's like, "Fuck it, you want to rent Faces of Death here? Yeah, you want this? Just take, take number you two want. too. Just don't go behind the double swinging doors. That's yeah. where the porn is." God. That's, where I, that's where I would have been. Yeah, tell yeah. a kid that. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. I don't can't tell you how many times I tried to stack movies as close to those double <laughs> doors <laughs> as I could. I looked through the crack. Oh yeah. I'm like I think I saw a tit. Yes. Oh, that's definitely a tit. Uh, oh, the old days. The old days. I know. It's like just like Spice, Spice Channel. Oh my god. It would like it would be like it wouldn't be snow. It wouldn't be you know this is back in the analog days. But all of a sudden it'd come like clear like, see like a, a tip. four by four square. I'm like that is definitely a, a fucking nipple. Yeah. That's a nipple. Yes. Um, we've all done it. Yeah. We've all done it. <laughs> it used to be fifty three, then it was seventy six, and that was when they changed it from spice to whatever. Back in my day, in the early nineties. Yeah, right. We used to whack off the old way. Um. <laughs> J C Penny catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fuck, we're diverting from. The, I love it. Um, That's the best part. But I, but getting back to like the back to Halloween three, especially with this for people who don't know this, Halloween the Halloween three cover was actually nominated for best uh, poster or movie cover of the year back when it came out in eighty three. I think it's eighty three. Eighty three, I believe. Uh, but it was beaten by E. T. I mean, I can't. Nah, uh, ET's awesome though. But, no, it is. But like, but that cover—that's cool. That it was, even though it didn't do well in theaters, it, it was like still a nominated. Bike basket, the artwork you know? was nominated for one of the best covers for that year, and that, that's awesome. So at least there's they got recognition that way. That's like friggin' Metallica losing Jethro Tull. Mm. Ooh, disappointment. Mm. Yeah, that'll never. That'll yeah. always be. Isn't it funny though? That's always something that will be remembered, versus. Yeah. Like that and the Napster whole thing with Napster, which they were in their right for that too. I don't blame Metallica. Yeah, but you know one thing, you know, real quick on Metallica, one thing about them is they're pretty good if you ask them for permission. They they, they don't mind, actually. Like every video they ever, like live recordings are always posted. They don't care as long as, yeah, it's just they didn't want. They're not like Glenn Danzig, just like, put away your camera. Right, right. But the (laughs) thing about with Napster would piss them off is they just didn't get the permission to do it or they didn't get compensated. And and you're you're giving away millions and millions of free albums. I mean, they deserve to be a little compensated. That's why with the streaming, at least they get compensated for it. 
I agree. You know, but that's what their beef was. It wasn't like I, I don't I don't fault them at all. I know a lot of people hate on them, but that that's my quick take on it. No, I mean it's like it's your business. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if someone were to if you're a mason and, and someone's gonna friggin' take all your jobs and do it for free or for cheap, it's the same thing. It's just supply demand. Oh thank God this beer is getting better. What are you sorry? What are you drinking? Um yeah, let's talk about the beer that we're drinking currently. I'm uh, you did this that on purpose. I can't pronounce mine. You fuck. No, this is <laughs> I gave you when you can. <laughs> so uh, this is actually I didn't like this brewery when they first opened. Uh, I thought their shit tasted like band aids, but like they're getting better. Bad band aids. Bad band aids. Oh, okay. Like right. like band aids that have been soaked in the shower, oh. and then they start to reek after. How do you a couple know what days. that tastes like to compare it? The smell. It, oh. it, it, it tasted like the smell. It tastes like the smell. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like cat piss. This, this company is out of Portland. This is Lone Pine Brewery. This is called Tessellation. It's a double IPA. It's uh, a strictly mosaic double IPA. I will say this. It's actually really good. It's a lot better than the shit they used to make. So kudos to them. They're a newer brewery in the Portland area. Uh, and you have... Kelson here in New Hampshire. You've got Kelson Brewery. It's Kelson. a robust porter. Orkin robust porter. Orkin? Orkin? Orkin. Orkin. Orkin? Orkin? Yeah. Uh, Orkin. So Orkin. it's... Or Draken. Is that a D or a K? I can't oh. tell. It's, uh, it's, it's like... I don't know if that's even It's very home. Celtic. Yeah. I mean, it is. Kelson, yeah, we'll just say, Kelson's right, we'll, a very uh, we'll Celtic Kelson. brewery, so... We'll, not, we'll say either Draken or Orkin. We'll uh, go with one of those. All right, I like that. And I'm boring. I got a Samuel Adams Noble Pills. Pretty good though. What do you think about Do you like the pills? I don't mind their pills. Floral and dignified. It says. Dude, Sam's has always been. um, Yeah, they're solid beer. They've been solid. They they they're always consistent. I'll say consistent. You know what I want them to bring back, especially for fall right now. Uh, I want them to bring back their hundred pounds of pumpkin. Ooh. They fucking make a good pumpkin beer. They do. That's not an annual thing. Is there a such thing as a good pumpkin beer? Oh, fuck you. Oh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Asshole. There is. They right? don't like pumpkin beer. No, 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 no. It's either this. You either like it or you don't. That's yeah. one That's one style of beer. You either like pumpkin or you don't. Nah, that's not my thing. And some are definitely... Even though I do like pumpkin beers, there are definitely some that are way better than others. Some are just either too sweet or too, like... Yeah, the tessellation's good. If somebody if somebody wants an IPA, that's a, it's actually decent for a double. And it's not a... Uh, or a double, I don't. It's not boozy, which is the problem you find with a lot of double IPAs. They get boozy when people try to. What's the uh, ABV on that sucker? Uh, I'm gonna go with like eight. That's off the top of my head, off of my beer snob head. But it is eight point one. Good job. I was wrong. I was off by eight point one percent. Uh, right, we, we digress. <laughs> we digress. Um, Let's get back to the task at hand. You don't know what death is! You don't know what... Yeah. So... I do like the slutty nurse scenes, though, in Halloween, too. That's what we're seeing right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These uh, are good. I enjoy it myself. What is it? Uh, come sit on my face. What is oh, that? shit. <laughs> we, we just missed it, too. I meant to friggin'... Uh, shit. I need your pie. <laughs> yeah i don't know back into it i vote ha- halloween one and two that's that's just where i i stand i mean I, I've, I've said all i could say just the legend of that movie man i freaking love it yeah I, I don't mind these throwbacks too of her and her mind she's like i 
I'm still trying to figure out, okay, so since we've actually got this playing, I guess I am curious about this. So, okay, so we're supposed to be seeing Michael in the in Smith's Grove, and she's going in to see him as a child? That's what it looked like, yes. So it's her starting to remember him as her sibling. Yeah, because they, they only, um, in the first one, there's no relation. It's not until this one that you... Car- Carpenter's thought was literally, it was just good versus evil, um, you, you know, e- good being the virgin teenage girl will overcome evil of this man. Like, that was the whole point of the movie. Uh, nothing more. He was supposed to be the shape. He wasn't supposed to actually have a character beyond the fact that he killed his, his sister as a kid. They put him, they lock him away, he gets out, he starts chasing these girls... There was no story behind it. And then uh, they had to develop that in, in part two. And obviously, this is as far as I like the story. It gets fucking insane in four, five, yeah, they six. Kinda, I do like Paul Rudd in it. He, he's a creep in a good... He's pretty good in six. I don't he, mind... He is. I, it, actually, it, I actually don't mind six. I'm a fan of that universe. I'm a fan of the... Uh, we we call it the um what is it? The, the, um, the, the Thorn. The thorn, thorn series. Thorn. It's the Thorn series. Wow. Marco, those you seem are... excited about something. What's happening over there? Tits. tits oh. Those are tits, great. Tits. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> so she's yeah, she was picked for that part perfectly. There's there's a, in a couple minutes there's gonna be a scene where Michael Miles turns up the gauge to scalding. She was perkily I mean perfectly picked for this part. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually I've dealt with gauges for years now between my various jobs, and I've never seen one that actually said scalding in red letters on the side. And I thought they made it up just for this movie, just for, like, effect, you know? Like, and they didn't. So I looked it up. I did, like, five minutes worth of research, and sure as shit, I found one. No, this is back in the 80s when audiences could still think for themselves. Now they have to label everything because people can't, yeah. their attention See, spans it's so scalding on the side. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way that's real. Yeah. But I guess when it comes to hot tubs and stuff like that, that is a legit gauge. And I thought okay, they just made right. it for effect. I, right. I was, kind of, was going to make a joke about it, but I'm like, oh, wait, it's a le- legit gauge. It can get real cold in here. He's like, oh, shit. And then I I realized all these years, and I'm such a goober, uh, I realized that scolding and scalding are two different words. Scolding and scalding? So that's that's scalding hot. Scalding hot, yep. And then you're scolding. I'm going to fucking yell at you. Or like scalding as in like cheering. Like, scald, yes. (laughs) That's Viking style. Yeah. Yeah. Scalding, I like that. (laughs) All right, so I mean, as far as the movies go, I I'm I'm obviously in the middle here, but I get your I get your side. I definitely I definitely think you had some great points about Halloween three, Halloween one and two from Marco. I mean, you basically laid it out the fact that uh, the first film is flawless, and uh, but we we like the lead up as far as the sequel series. We like the lead up. It starts off perfectly where it already starts off at the end of one, goes into two. Um, in the masks too, man. The masks were flawless too between both films. They didn't fuck with it like they did in four, five, six. They started mm-hmm. going with some crazy. They got like whiter, awful masks. Looks more like an alien. With the and there were mistakes in the other movies, but as far as two goes, I look. I mean, that is that's just perfect. It's iconic. I, I I think for the most part they they did a great job with two. I really do. No, I think it's a great movie. I like the hospital scene. I like the fact that they made a hospital creepy. That's what I enjoy about too. Is the you fact don't find hospitals creepy to begin with? Uh, hospitals and churches are the creepiest places on earth. Yeah, <laughs> they give you 
You know, I can... Uh, yeah, they give me the freaking willies. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. But that, that's what I love is I love that they, they went from a uh, very safe suburban neighborhood to a hospital, and it made both movies super creepy. The fact that you couldn't be safe in your own neighborhood, and then you can't be safe in a hospital. All right, that's a good point. Yeah, you're just... It, they are creepy, but yeah, you're supposed to be able to feel your... The two places that you should feel safe. You should feel safe in your own neighborhood, and you should feel safe in your own... Uh, in your neighbor, in, in your, your town's hospital, because that's a place for yeah, healing, a place for recovery, and everything. And it is, you know, he's it's surrounded by chaos that night, and drowning that chick. And I love how his hand somehow is not... <laughs> it's one, point for you, one point for you on flaws, yeah. And great boobs. <laughs> yeah, I love how her face is completely annihilated, melted, blistering, and his hands like impervious <laughs> to it. But that might also stand to the test where they're like, "Well, he could be immortal, even though he." <laughs> and then he. Well, he's got it. Even though he dies at the end of the second one, yeah. So he's I get not it. immortal. So he's not immortal. I get it, man. I get the flaw, the holes in this movie. I totally understand that. Still a good movie. Still a good movie. It is, and that, you know, Very good. when it boils down to it, they are. They're great movies. Yeah, I mean, the, the difference between this and one is one's just a great, like, one of the greatest all-time horror movies of all time. I mean, it's always ranked top five. You know, it's just <laughs> there, man. Part two is a good movie. Part three is a good movie. But part three, to, for me, again, maybe because not The Witchery, it just wasn't my thing. Well, I think we're all pumped for uh, Halloween 2018. Sam Hayden. We'll see. Samhain. I think we're going to, hopefully, it's going to be a whole nother universe. It's going to be Halloween and Halloween 2018. There's nothing in between. I love the old school decorations, too. But I don't know if those are, I can't remember. Dude, we don't know how to pronounce it. Is it, is it Beasel or Beasley? Oh. Is it Beasel? I, I think it's Beasel. All right, Beasel. I think no, it's Beasel. Beasel vintage Halloween decorations, the die cut, um, which Fright Rag's bringing back. They're bringing back that old school die cut look to, right now they have trick or treat uh, die, die cut decorations available but doug and i are big into halloween decorations like vintage stuff my my house is like uh corn stalks and pumpkins outside with hay dude your house I is do, like a michaels yeah i do like, like the, if, uh, <laughs> i walking into a michaels uh, the halloween section of michaels or like the autumn section. yeah i i yeah it's it's true and then with the vintage halloween decorations i'll bust out and i've got like all these like these cool uh, Yankee Candle Halloween accessories with like the witch's hand and the the skeleton hand and stuff like that. But I do old school vintage style at, at my house, and I I love the Beastle collection. I love that old school stuff. Agreed. It's good that they're. I like how they're reproducing all that shit because there's some original shit that they haven't reproduced. Oh yeah, and it goes and for stuff's hundreds expensive of dollars. If on eBay, it's crazy. Like the original it's stuff. Paper. Yeah. It's just fucking paper for paper and rivets. Yeah. But I remember that as a kid, my mom couldn't afford a lot of decorations, so she would get the Beastel stuff, and that's why for me it stuck from the from the late '80s and into the early '90s. Yeah. Or she made stuff like ceramic stuff. I've tried to yeah. find some of her ceramic stuff that she had made. There's like a. Uh, a cat on top of a pumpkin, a black cat on top of a pumpkin. I've seen it, uh, but they, they go for like $80, $90. And it's just, you know, it's a ceramic thing that she made. Because back in the, I think in the 90s, they were like ceramic classes. That was a thing, right? It was like, well, it got really everybody's doing ghost. yoga now. Well, back in the early 90s, <laughs> ladies were doing pottery. And, the, and that was a thing. There was ceramic painting. And there was, and I remember those on our kitchen table. There was like a witch with a cauldron we had. And we had a, and I, I, I wish I would have said like, 
keep that somewhere. I'm I'm gonna take that later. I know it, my mom. There's a couple of things. You, you know my mom, and she she's yeah. uh, she's always been like a really good artist, and she she made this thing. Do you remember it from back in the day? It was probably like it was a full sheet of ply, but it had like a Halloween scene on, like with yeah. the skull, and it was it was uh, yeah. glowing the black light. Oh yeah! Like I wish I had all that shit. We had a friggin' an old bathroom in our basement that didn't work. It was for storage, and the whole thing was one box of Christmas shit, and the rest was all Halloween shit. I believe it. You know, and I I believe it. I bet all that shit just got tossed when we moved. It just bums me out because there's so much good shit in there. All right, uh, anything on the on the metal front? I know we touched a little bit here and there on some things, but. You guys have been going. I, I I don't go to shows as much as you guys go to. I go to show like two shows a year. You guys go to shows like every fucking week. Nah, that's not the truth. What, what have you What have you been to lately? If you were to average it out, it'd be probably maybe one. What's on your metal minds? I don't know. Well, as far as like two weeks ago, I went to Ozzy, Suicidal, and then like a cover band set three nights in a row. But it was my birthday weekend, so I was looking to celebrate that. <laughs> And it was good. It was fun, man. It was a you good guys, time. You guys said last night that Ozzy was... It was actually a good show. It wasn't like the Black Sabbath show we went to that was in like a night. Like a mess, yeah. I love... It's pretty good. Sabbath's amazing, and I've always loved them. But live, they've always bored the, the shit. The drab, yeah. And plus, you know, like the few times I saw Sabbath, I mean, they followed Judas Priest one year and Iron Maiden the next. I mean, it's kind of hard to top all those two giants, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially Iron Maiden, like one of the greatest live bands of all time, even though the last time I didn't well, really care for it. And that's but. the thing... Friggin', he has, Bruce has so much energy on stage compared to Ozzy that just, he doesn't move, he just sits there, you know? It's mm. like, I could just be listening to this What do you mean? Car. Come on, he throws a bucket of water or two at the crowd. He doesn't do that He never did that with Black Sabbath. Was, uh, with Ozzy, yeah. he would, but now he's too old. He used to go up on like the, like an airplane seat with the helmet and like have a water, yeah, water cannon. Yeah, water cannon, yeah. Water cannon. You know, he doesn't do that shit anymore. He's too fucking, he's, too, he's too busy trying to read the lyrics on the, uh, <laughs> on the box in front of him. <laughs> All right, so since today's the first day of fall, uh, we should talk about our favorite albums transitioning into fall. We all have them. You get into this time of year, summer's end, and you start thinking about records or bands that you normally don't listen to throughout the year. So, what do you guys think? Um, I, I would say one that we can all agree on is the Misfits. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, yep. Just for, it doesn't even have to be explained. Just, and Halloween itself, the song, is just such an iconic song, and it's one that I don't think I could ever get tired of, even if I listen to it a hundred times in a row. I love that band. Isn't that, that's the Jerry Only band, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry Only is the front band, right? Dude, we're, I, I can't, I, I won't go see them with Jerry Only anymore. I can't. He speeds everything up, and he can't sing, and he's just kind of douchey, but he doesn't deserve the, the douche. I did pull an asshole move when we opened for them at the uh, in 2008, oh, and yeah. I left right after. I didn't even stay. <laughs> you didn't miss much. Yeah, he's I couldn't terrible. do it. I, I will say I did. Their stage setup was fucking cool, man. Yeah, they both the skulls of... and the platforms with the skulls and all that. But but I knew because I was like, all right, it's not Danzig, it's not Michael Graves. If, why if the you fuck, like if you like old misfits, but like just sped up. And not good, then yeah, go check out Jerry he, Only. And he's not he's not terrible, but he's not it's just not the misfits. Anyway. It depends on your level of drunkardness. Yeah. That's, and yeah, that's a way you can't way. even compare we can't even compare Danzig to Jerry and fucking or Michael Graves. But that's no, two different it's all different worlds. Graves yeah. is a good singer, but yep. I, I'm not necessarily a fan of the, the Graves era personally. It, I love separate, like the Danzig, like the uh it's the, a totally the end of the world feel you get when you listen to them. You know, they, yeah, the yeah. destruction, like the, the horror movie themes, the, you know, this, and just the, the songwriting in general I think was just so much better back then. And, Dude, and, Dan- but, Danzig lyrics were, were really fucked excellent. up and grotesque and excellent. Excellent. 
Uh, for me, like, I'm going with a maybe lesser known band to some, but uh, this band, Life of Agony, uh, album River Runs Red. Mm. Uh, very, very dreary, very depressing record. It's about, uh, yeah, it's actually about suicide, but it's, it's, it's pretty much a concept record, I think, aside from like one or two songs or whatever. I mean, not, not necessarily the full concept, but I mean, it has you know, basically the state remains. It has like, like five songs about the one story, pretty much. That is a great November record. I couldn't do, I couldn't do September, October but November. Yeah, maybe going into <laughs> Once into the leaves have, like, all the leaves have fucking started to fall. I can see the that. The trees are bare, and I'm like, yeah, I totally want to be that kid getting screamed at in that fucking, I told you to clean your room. <laughs> Don't buy it. I can see what you're saying there, I but that. I mean, for me, it's one of my favorite records anyway, so I listen to it probably more often during the year, but it definitely goes, it definitely rises and uh, plays when, you know, October hits. Heavy rotation. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely, right. definitely. It is such a good record. Yeah. You know, Typo Negative is another band. I want to listen to River Runs Red now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it does. It's what it does. And, and we could pop it on as soon as we're done with this, man. We could have a good time. What's the. There's one lyric that you. Empty through and through. There's one uh, lyric that you made fun of last time, and like. And I can't remember what it it's was. It's funny because Keith Caputo, I get a lot of, I get, I get that like Peter Steele, uh, dancing mix out of him in that record. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, hardcore. He's got dancing's boobs now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, that, that was, was good too. Going to hell for that one. <laughs> you might go to hell for that one. Yeah, I'm going, going anyway. Might as well have a little fun on the fucking. Dude, boy. that was fucking great. Um, How about you, Kevin? What do you got? Oh, what, typo. What? There's, the, there's no question in my mind. So, the first album. I remember going to Discland and Waltham when that existed. When Ooh. they actually had a record store, a, a actually an independent record store. Yeah, yeah. One and I Bill remember Storm. Jimmy with his massive fucking '80s Burt Reynolds mustache <laughs> and his long hair. But I remember going in. My mom's like, I don't know. I'm think I'm like seven or eight. My mom's like, okay, pick out whatever you want. I'll let you pick out one tape. That was back when cassettes were still hot. So this must have been. 90 I'm going to say 93. I think it was 93. I think that I think that record at that point was about a year old. You right? Cuz uh yeah, I'm going to say so uh Bloody Kisses is the first album I ever purchased with my th- this cash. And it was mostly because there were two chicks making out on the front cover. So I just thought I was like, "Well, this is cool." I didn't really know much. I was into rock and stuff, but I looked at that and I'm like, "This is the album I want." It was on display couple cassettes it looked cool and i still to this day fucking love this record but once fall hits that is the first album that i pump and it is like death in the family which is that track yeah it's pretty pretty much my favorite type best track in my in in our opinion too marco too on the album literally that's all i've been listening to is like slow deep and hard and bloody kisses peter's vocals like and i get it the slow deep and hard like a lot of people love that there was still carnivore carnivore feel absolutely but it's like man he found himself as a vocalist on Bloody Kisses. Like he realized he had potential to sing, and I love the '80s vibe that he has. I love that he incorporates a little bit of '80s. And when I say '80s, I mean like that depressing, haunting um, Sisters of Mercy vibe. I don't know if you guys have ever mm-hmm. listened to Sisters of Mercy. No, I have. You know who's a huge fan of them? I got into him because of World Dane from Nevermore, because he did a cover. Yeah, R.I.P. Fucking World Dane. He's another one gone too soon. 
he did a cover uh, of a Sisters of Mercy song, and I but I hear that influence, and I, I fucking when I think of typo, I think of Black Sabbath meets uh, Sisters of Mercy. Um, meets a hardcore band. Meets a hardcore band. That's <laughs> New York hardcore. Sure, band. Yeah. but they come from that realm, so it makes sense. So that, but but yeah, Bloody Kisses. That's it for me. And I, of course, there's the songs that you all know. Uh, there's Black Number One, Christian Woman. I mean, it's all, and and of course, um, uh, Summer Breeze, co- the Carpenters cover. But we and, hate and, everyone. And we hate everyone. Love it. Un- unsuccessfully coping with the natural beauty of infidelity. Well, yeah, that, that's AKA, looking hard. I know you're fucking someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate myself. You make me hate, hate myself. <laughs> you're just the opening. Trust and you'll be trusted. Says the liar Trust to the fool. And you will be trusted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's just. Ah, just the open to that just gets my my wiggly going. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. yeah one and more. anything again, just yell cunt to like while driving. Right, I'm not right. yelling at another customer. I'm a customer, another driver. Well, in Origin of the Feces, they change it. He says, I think they say cunt. They they cunt? change it. Yeah, they change it. it oh, sounds I different. don't like that album anymore. They do it perfect, like the purposely. They change oh. it. Why? Kevin. Yes. You got packages. Ooh, I like oh, packages. Fucking mail day, kid. I got some. I got a package for you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> and you sleep on the couch. And um, that's it. Uh, so one for me, which is not necessarily. I don't know. For some reason, when I think of Halloween, I think yeah. of back in the day, make covering pumpkins, doing Halloween shit in your basement. Yeah. Your mom's basement, I should say. That's all. Thirty-three B. No, thirty-three B. Thirty-three B. It was a legit apartment, okay. <laughs> um, overkill, feel the fire. I always listen to it throughout oh, the year. Oh, wow. But All right. Some reason, like, why? Like, fucking... Why? That was uh, unexpected. Dude, right. that's what I'm saying. It's kind of out of left field, but, like, I just remember listening to that, and friggin' all of a sudden you heard uh, Overkill, the song. Overkill? Yeah. The, yeah. Um, and you're like, dude, like, this is good. It was, it was just that time of year. It's yeah, just, all right. It's a yeah, very yeah, kind yeah. of dark song. No, you're it right. Is, yeah. You're actually, the, you're right. In the beginning of the album, Raise the Dead. You know what I mean? It's just the, the whole okay, album okay, kind of okay, has okay, these, okay. like... Kind of horror elements. No, you're right. We 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 did listen to that a lot during that time. You're right, especially when you started to introduce me to Overkill. I that's a good point. Now now that actually makes me want to listen to some Overkill. Dude, that's why when I came up, Overkill one, two, and three. It's fucking. If you listen to them like side by side, yeah. it's it's just one flawless, amazing song. It's not like that bullshit Metallica did with the Unforgiven. Where they made a second one that sucked, and they made a sequel. Uh, Another uh, one that sucked even more. Well, the first one sucked, so what's the matter? That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, come like, on, they, they it's do... not that bad. It wasn't no, that bad. the Unforgiven 2 blows a goat. No, 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 I'm saying, no, I'm saying the original. Unforgiven. Oh, the original's good. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Metallica never made a record after Black <laughs> Album. <laughs> Metallica never made a record after Justice for All. Metallica died in a tragic plane crash. Yeah. They died tragically. Something happened, we don't know. Yeah, it's a mystery. Wow, overkill. Hey, huh? Not to sidetrack. So oh, yeah. my wife yelling at me about a package. You're gonna love that. It's a. It's like a vintage. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I package. love candles. All right. Tell me about your package. I love candles. Fuck off. What do you want? We're probably they're probably gonna make fun of me about candles in this podcast. That's cool. Eventually. Yeah. I was Eventually, gonna make fun of them already. I, no, it's a. It's a vintage. It's like a mid, mid two thousands or early two thousands. Might actually might even be early nine late nineties. I gotta check it out again on on eBay. But I got it off of eBay. It's a uh, it's um, a Yankee candle. It's a ceramic topper and a ceramic uh, plate, but it's like vintage Halloween, so it's it's like orange and black, oh, and it's cool. got all the jack lanterns all around it. 
It's old school. You'll you'll appreciate it. Do we want to know how much you paid for it? Uh, it was a reasonable price. Yeah, it was only four hundred dollars. No, no, no. It's, it I saw one's going for like. But yeah. and I, I still have to look at it. You know how it goes when you buy something. They're like, oh, it's mint. It hasn't been. <sighs> yeah, and then you open it. You're like, it's a I know fucking you're, chip. You're, you're insanely fussy. But I'm insane. In, yeah. So yeah, but but you, I think you'll appreciate it because it's it's vintage looking. It'll it goes perfect like with everything else. So. And I just want to get one more in back to fall records. Nope, that's it. Marco's shut off for the night. He got his uh, River Runs Red. And, yeah. uh, no, 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 no. That, that was just what my, my <laughs> out of left field one. But now I got, you know, the one that is everybody's going to be like, yeah. Anything for Merciful Fate, King Diamond. Ooh. You know, Merciful Fate as far as their first yeah. couple records. Uh, Melissa. Them, Melissa. Uh, them for the King Diamond solo, Abigail. All Abigail. those albums right yeah. there. My, I, my King Diamond, Merciful Fate goes up. Tenfold, yeah, I can see right that. around this time. But of I year. can't do, I can't do, I can do. Uh, what, I can the vocals, do, man. I can try to do Melissa, but I'm, it's again, it goes back to well, pump, Melissa. He, he, yeah, his vocals hey, are a little like goes, more raw, but he gets to, better with time. Goes to pumpkin beer. You can either do pumpkin beer or not. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. But once you, you can realize it's, it's the King Diamond or not, once you you can't take it too seriously. That's a problem. And, I think people take it and seriously. And he's going to take it back, and he's doing different voices for the most part. A lot of times... I love his... I, I love the fact that the albums are like listening or watching a horror movie. Yeah. You know, I just can't Dude. take the... Ah, Grandma! <laughs> no, you're going to die. Yeah, you either love me or hate him. You either love me or hate him, but... Dude, Ab- Ab- Abigail and me, Marco, always beef about this between them and Abigail. Which, which are both magnificent records. Which are but, both. But, but I just, slightly prefer them. And I'm such a slut for Abigail. Yeah. You slut. Abigail yeah, has such a slut. great backstory too. You need to read like the like the dude. His I do like the artwork. Who's the dude who did? Uh, Cause he did the he did the artwork for dissection. Uh, Necrolord. Uh, is that the guy? Yeah, I forget his name. The, the artwork's beautiful on Abigail and stuff so, like you know. Dude, I, he, um, not not uh, da, 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 da. yeah. Fuck, not Swano. I'm thinking you got me. You got Swano in my head last night. Danny Swano. Um, I'll I'll think of it. But uh. All right, so one other. That's a good point, though. I but I'll I I'll say this, for, for me to all right. So typo, and then my other band that I cling to for the pretty much all through fall for the next three months, fucking Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah, but I cling to them all year round. I do, yeah. I do too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Black that's true. That's always true, in my true, playlist. I hate to say, it. I've listened to more Sabbath in the past two years than I have in the last ten years. Yeah, I know. it's, it's just I've got this. When I was we're getting old, man, we, you go. We, we it's I think the appreciation we, level. We regress up. back to that. when I was a kid. I started on that. I started on Paranoid and my mom's tapes, and then I remember going to yard sales and finding the old original Black Sabbath records, and I got into thrash and death metal. And I'm like, Sabbath's too slow. That's for right, kids. Right. I gave yeah. all my fucking originals away, and now like. That's awful. Fifteen years later, I'm kicking myself in the ass because, like, yeah, dude. it's because you regress. You get older. You want stuff that's more calm at times, you yeah. know. And I did the same thing. I mean, I got into Sabbath later. I got into Sabbath. I'm like glad I bought that box. Five, set six years in the middle. That you know? box that's sweet as fuck. They, they original. I have the Vertigo. It's purple and black, and you lift it, and it's got it has all of their records, and it's it's the original packaging. So it's this. It's just basically a reprint of the original style so the original album opens up into an up, upside down cross it's fucking awesome it's, so they're the originators of that yeah do you guys want to see that later yeah, yeah sure bit, check it out you want me to show you my upside down cross <laughs> I know dancing oh guy. it's like the goat it's the goat <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my candy corn 
<laughs> the, um, so I know Danzig 3, like the original one when you opened up, was an inverted cross. And I know Slayer did it later on, but is Sabbath the originator of that? I, I thought my wife was wearing a mask. Ronnie, what do you got in your face? Oh, glasses. I was like, I'm like, I thought, in my peripheral, I'm like, why is she wearing a mask? This is getting weird. This is All right, so we just missed it, but somehow she shot him twice terrible. in the eyes. Yeah. Perfectly. And then he just swipes for like 15 minutes. Sorry, I was still watching Halloween too. <laughs> yeah, I think we've exhausted this shit. So are you guys good? Were you yeah. gonna, did you already give your last take? Um, my, my other one, which I listened to year round, there's, there's two quick honor, uh, honorable mentions. Battalions of Fear, I don't know why, this time of year, it was just very nostalgic for me. Which is by Blind Guardian. Blind Guardian, sorry, 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 I forgot. I thought you were going to go with Selena Gomez. No, that's that's, a, that's an everyday carry. <laughs> that's just like, that's my ringtone right now, dude. I believe Run it. in with the wolves? I don't know that one, is what it is new? That? Is that I only a... liked the shit when she was 16. Is that a band? <laughs> no, that's a song. Thank you for your I'm in the club, yay. And I got one more, I just want to throw it out there. No, you had your two. No, no, I got one more. Doug had like four, dude. What? Right, well, Michael's on Name fire. Name this podcast. Was misfits. This podcast is going to end while Battalions. Michael's on fire. You get... Yeah, Battalions. Overkill. And... That's yeah. three. Well, that's two, did. and the misfits was everybody. You no, know right. it. I just want one more. Dissection. Stormy Lights Pain. That's it. Oh, good man, man. Yeah, yeah but that's it's winter. No, I get no, winter out of that. That's every fucking day. No. Winter. That is like no, my coffee man. in the morning. Feathers fell. That's winter, though. No, I, no, I see this again. Story. Going back to my river, I see your argument, but I think when it gets colder, it's just black metal. Yeah, starts starts the taking cold. over. That's it. You guys realize that we literally have done this podcast to the entire fucking Halloween two movie. Yeah, yeah. If you made it this far, we appreciate it because uh, before you after, before or after you put corn stalks on. <laughs> oh, I love those corn socks. Look awesome on side. That was an adventure getting those here. Well, listen, we want to thank everybody for listening to Vintage Burn again. I'm Kev, Marco, and uh, Doug. Dirty Doug. Episode 2 will be coming to you in October. We are going to be reviewing Halloween 2018. We're probably going to be half in the fucking bag. So good luck listening to that. We're out. Tip your bartenders. <laughs>